Welcome back to 31 Days of Wisdom. Today is day number five. And uh, yesterday we looked at Proverbs 4 and we were talking about living that good life. And really that there are two paths. And which path are you going to choose? We have the path of righteousness and then the path that, that is flesh, right? Well, today we're in Proverbs 5 and we're introduced. I'm calling this one the home wrecker. Home wrecker. We're introduced to the home wrecker. We're introduced to that adulterous woman. And all through that is what this entire chapter is about. And my commentary in, in my Bible has an interesting take on this, as we talked about the other day, that it, it could also imply the um, works-based religious mentality as well. So we've got the obvious, the the adulterous woman, then you have lady wisdom, but Throughout this um, chapter right here, you can also read it as someone with a religious works-based mentality. Jesus didn't come to set up a religion. Jesus came to set us free through a relationship, through Calvary, through the cross, and invited us to be children of the King, sons and daughters of the King, and we are in the kingdom setting us free. We don't have to do any works-based religion or anything like that. So I want to read you my commentary right here real quick. And uh, maybe you want to read through this two times. First time, read through chapter five, just as it says, thinking about the um, promiscuous woman from the physical plane, but then also read it again and look at it from a um, works-based religion standpoint as well. This is my commentary right here. Some Jewish expositors view this promiscuous woman as a metaphor for heresy. She seduces, deceives, and drags to hell. For the believer, the promiscuous woman can be a picture of the false anointing of the religious spirit that attempts to seduce us, weakening our, weakening our message and rob the anointing of God from our ministries. Of course, there's also a clear and dire warning for all those to stay sexually pure and face or face the consequences. So today, welcome to chapter five. Here we go. Let's jump right on in here. Uh, verse number one, listen to me, my son. Listen to me, my son. Listen carefully to my advice so that wisdom and discernment will enter your heart. And then the words you speak will express what you've learned. Remember this, the lips of a seductress seem sweet like honey and her smooth words are like music in your ears, but I promise you this. See, on the outside, it looks all good, but on the inside, there's filth and trash, and we'll kind of see that right here. But I promise you this, in the end, all you'll be left with is a bitter conscience, for the sting of your sin will pierce your soul like a sword. She will ruin your life, drag you down to death, and lead you straight to hell. She has prevented many from considering the paths of life. Yes, she will take you with her where you don't want to go sliding down a slippery slope and not even realizing where the two of you will end up. I want to stop right there, verse six right there. Later on in one of the Proverbs, it talks about this promiscuous woman, how she's taken down many mighty men, many mighty men, many mighty men and women who, who were so confident in themselves that they didn't even realize it slipped in. And he, he talks about right here, it's like sliding down a slippery slope. We often talk about success and failure isn't in one instant, typically. Typically, it's a slow fade, sliding downhill or climbing uphill, both 
or a slow process, right? So think about that. Listen to me, young men, and don't forget this one thing I'm telling you. Run away from her as fast as you can. In disgrace, you will you will relinquish your honor uh, to another, and all your remaining years will be squandered, giving over to the cruel one. Why would you let strangers take away your strength while the labors of your house go to someone else? Um, I mean, he's talking about right here, don't even play. Don't even play around with it, right? Don't even allow your mind to even start uh, thinking about the possibilities. Don't even play with it. He says right here also, um, what did he say? Why would you let strangers take away your strength? And I, I find that an interesting thing, you know, maybe get a little PG-13 right here. But in our men's group, we've been going through a book called Think and Grow Rich, book written back in the 1930s or whatever. One of the, and, and what he did was he spent 20 years and studied lives of 25,000 people, some of the most successful, some, you know, regular everyday people. And he came up with 13 principles that separated the successful from the unsuccessful. One of the principles in there, it may be a weird term that you've never heard, but it's called sex transmutation. Now, that's not, a, not, not some kind of weird mumbo jumbo or whatever, but, but what he's talking about here and what Solomon is talking about here, your strength, that drive, that desire that is in you for the physical expression of sex, it, it, it's given from God, right? And if we use it in a godly manner, it's great. It's a gift from God. But many people have been dragged down because they've used their strength in ways that they shouldn't have. And what he's talking about in... This book, Think and Grow Rich, is taking that, that desire for the physical expression, that energy for the physical expression, and transmuting that desire into a creative outlet. And one of the things we know about energy, and we're talking about sex energy, is an energy that can't be created or destroyed. You have to give it an outlet. You can either do it in unhealthy manners, or you can use it, use use the God of Scripture to allow you to express that in the way that that um, glorifies the Lord, okay? So, all right, let's keep going. Here we go. <laughs> For when you grow old, you will groan in anguish and shame as STDs consume your body. And this passion translation just gets right down to it, right? And then finally, you'll admit that you were wrong and say, if only I had listened to wisdom's voice and not stubbornly demanded my own way because my heart hated to be told what to do. Why didn't I take seriously the warning of my wise counselor? Why was I so stupid to think that I could get away with it? Now I'm totally disgraced and my life is ruined. I'm paying the price for the people of the congregation are now my judges. We've, we've met, met the uh, adulterous woman here. Now we go into how God has created that energy, that strength that he's talking about. Why would you let strangers take away your strength? What is the outlet that God has created that for? And the heading for mine says it's reserved for marriage. So here we go. Verse 15, my son, share your love with your wife alone. Drink, her, drink from her well of pleasure and from no other one. Why would you have sex with a stranger or with anyone other than her? Reserve this pleasure for you and her alone and not with another. Your sex life will be blessed as you take joy and pleasure in the wife of your youth. Let her breast be your satisfaction and let her embrace intoxicate you at all times. Be continually delighted and ravished in her love. My son, 
Why would you be exhilarated by an adulterous woman, by embracing a woman who is not yours? For God sees everything you do, and his eyes are wide open, and he observes every single habit you have. Beware that your sins don't overtake you, and the scars of your own conscience become the ropes that tie you. Last verse, those who choose wickedness die for lack of self-control, for their foolish ways lead them astray, carrying them away as hostages. I want you to hear this very last phrase right here. This is what happens when we think we're strong, right? When we don't, we don't take notice of this energy and we allow it just to go run wild. Um, this is what he says. I'm last, last sentence here. Those who who choose wickedness die for lack of self-control for their foolish ways lead them astray carrying them away as hostages kidnap captives robbed of destiny and man how about that robbed of destiny um so i know that's a that's a uh when we talk about wisdom right there we we have that energy and it's a gift from god it is to be used in a proper manner but we have this promiscuous woman <clears throat> you know you if you're female watching this you can you know what i'm talking about here but it's taking that under control and really not even allowing yourself to go down that route if you were married you know, one thing I want to do real quick is just uh, just want to end this one in prayer real quick for us all. You know, one of the things that I truly believe, I truly believe that this world is in need of, it's men and women who are filled with the Holy Spirit to be pursuing higher levels of leadership and influence. People uh, to pursue high levels of leadership and influence in government and business and economics and uh, healthcare and culture, all that stuff, right? But the one thing this world truly needs, it, it needs the family unit, mom and dad together who reign in life together. So I just want to end this in, in a quick prayer real quick. And, and I just want to pray that you and your family will be blessed, that your, your energy and your passion will be filled for your spouse and no one else. That when you see your spouse, that your eyes light up at that, 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 that thing inside of you when you first met, that it'll continue to come back and that your home, your home will be a home of love. Your home will be a home of love and passion for your spouse, but more importantly, that you and your spouse and your whole family will be passionately in love with Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Hope you guys have a great day and God bless.